For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for this morning. We ask you to open our eyes, guide us into all truth. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Please be seated. Hallelujah. All right. 15 or maybe just a number of powerful effects of assembling. Last week we're looking at the assembling. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse number 25. The Bible says that not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Everybody read that scripture to your neighbor. Go. Not. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. First Thessalonians 2.18 says that Wherefore we would have come unto you Even I Paul Once and again But Satan hindered me So Satan is Trying to hinder us And make us not gather And make us not come together Whether in the temple church Or the large, uh, the smaller house fellowships. It is the work of the devil to keep us separated. So Jude 19 tells us that these be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. So when you are being separated, it means the spirit is not influencing you. It is the devil who separates us. Divorce is from the devil. God said, I hate divorce. And Satan likes to do what God hates as a kind of spite and kasanchi. What you like, I will make sure that you don't get it. You want people to come to you. He says, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Then he will not, you, they will not meet so that you, you will not be there. So you may have all kinds of excuses. Can I come down to you? I think I want to be nearer you. But I feel you very far this morning. I don't know why you look so far. Whether it's, I, I'm, I'm too high up there or you are too far down there. But it's good to come to you. 
Yeah. So it is Satan who separates us. Even that, that I don't want to be here is Satan's work. Yes. And you don't want me to be here is Satan's work. Yes. Yeah. So always know that Satan is working to just. When you stay at home and don't come to church. Neither will you even join online if you can know that Satan has succeeded with you. Because these be they who separate themselves, sensual, having not the spirit. Assembling is good, separation is bad. Yeah. That's why very early in the church, 3,000 got saved. 5,000 got saved. It's like, which building can contain them? So it's like, we can't even fit into a building, nor even the compound around a building. So we will just stay at home. But the Bible says that they devised a strategy to meet from house to house. So that if we can't even come into the temple, we are in our homes. Yeah. And I'm telling you that, maybe you see there are some people who go to church and they are not really like... They don't really want the Bible to really influence them or it's like God. It's like it's just an association. It's like they like maybe to be somewhere where there are people just be there, go every week. But it's like what is said. They shouldn't say anything to change anything in their lives. So maybe when you read the Bible, it's not guiding you. But if you're a Christian, your life must be such that the Bible can guide you do this and you do it. Don't don't be stubborn. Do you understand? It's like the Bible can't say do this and you will do. It's like me here. I'm holding myself. You can't tell me what to do. I'm I'm wise. I'm good. I'm intelligent. I'm not a fool. I go first class. Okay, you go first class, but God's wisdom is far higher than ours. Yeah. That's why I say there's a wisdom from above and there's a wisdom that descended not from above. And that wisdom is first peaceable. Yes. It's peaceable. And it is easy to be entreated. Yes. So that's why we come to church. And that's why God wants us to be together. Whether in the temple like a big church like this, when I'm preaching, and I'm, you can look here. But I'm walking here already. If you look like you are looking on this side, there's nobody there. You see, I am here. And engage me. Look at my face. If you are talking to your child and he's listening to you but he's looking away, I don't think you'll be happy. I don't think you'll be happy. You have already put me in a mood that is making me preach in a way. So change your mood so that I can relax. Because my belligerent are not paying. My belly cause. Yes. Your response and initial meeting me was not nice. So I, 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 my spirit is not free. My heart. as I'm talking, I don't. I feel more like it's like I'm fighting some people. It's not nice. Yeah. Now you are also looking somewhere. It's like I'm talking, but you're looking like the light, blue light that is there is what you are looking at. It's like a human being is not talking. Abba. And relax because I'm a good preacher. I'm a very nice pastor too. Yeah. 
I'm a nice pastor. So, the point is that Satan does not want assembling. That's why sometimes you don't come to church. You may have a good reason, but that good reason is the reason why you are not fulfilling the word of God. It may be a good reason, but Satan has succeeded still. People have good reasons for fighting, for quarreling. It's still, you are still fighting. Even if your reason is good, it's still a fight. And things are being destroyed. I don't know whether you understand what I'm trying to say. So God likes for children of God. Nobody gets born again and grows and develops in his house. Ah! That you are, you are, you are born again, no? By you, dear, you have the Bible, then you have God, then you develop in your house. It doesn't work like that. Yes. That's why he, he gave in um, Hebrews 10, 25, that not neglecting. And I think the ERV, which is, oh, I'm feeling relaxed now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm feeling relaxed and I'm feeling happy. Yes. Is the Holy Spirit there? Eh? I think the Holy Spirit, he likes gathering us together. It makes us... <laughs> we must the ERV which is the easy to read version and, and I was sending a bible to you which gives you all the versions of the bible free of charge I was sending it to my sheep some people thought that I don't know whether I, was, I mean it's like I'm just forwarding tiktok or something so they didn't even bother to say thank you I was sending you as a pastor a Bible, in that Bible eh, it has every version free of charge I was forwarding and when I forwarded to some people they just kept it to themselves that, oh, thank you bishop no, I was giving it to you so that you too can help others so when we say ERV which is easy to read, others can also Angie, do you have it? yeah, but I sent it to some people who, who know you they didn't bring some pastors, when you give them things, they just keep it to themselves. They don't know that they are fathers who should pass on things. Hey, as of what we know. We must not quit meeting together. Can you say it with me? We must not quit meeting together as some are doing. Ask your neighbor, are you one of those doing that thing? I said, ask your neighbor. Are you one of those you see, as some are doing, some of you are doing that. Are you one of the some of those who are doing that? We must not quit meeting together, whether it's in the temple like this one or when we meet from house to house. Yes. And I remember 2020, 20, 20, January, I was doing a series on the underground church. And prophetically, I was saying, we have to learn how to meet amongst ourselves. We didn't even have a system like we have now. We thought we had, but we didn't. It was not really like that type. Where we, everybody goes to a home on a Saturday. It was not like that. Now we have instituted it. Yeah. Everybody in the church must be in a home church on Saturday. Yes. And from time to time, I will visit your home church. Yes, as a visiting preacher with my bottle of oil 
Yes. Because God sent Samuel to Jesse's house. Jesse, I don't know whether it was a home church or, but those days, fathers were like the priests of their homes. So this Jesse had seven children, I think eight or so, or seven, and then the number sometimes confuses me. Sometimes I say seven brothers, and then later they call David. And then another time, it's like David is one of the seven. So I'm not sure, but at least he had seven sons. And God said, go to the house of Jesse. Take your horn of oil and arrive in the man's house. So sometimes in house fellowships, we must arrive with a bottle of oil. When I come to your house fellowship, I'll be carrying a bottle of oil. Because I'm coming to anoint one of the sons of the house to be a priest. (laughs) We need more leaders. Yeah. Prince, I'm going to anoint your head. Oil never fought It will even descend faster. Yes. Beautiful. So we must. Like I go like after this, I'll be going to Ashalibuche, my branch. My my pastor there, the archbishop, uh, ceremonial archbishop, he's 60 years. So I'm going to honor him in the church and preach there. Yes. Do you understand? So, as I can go to Ashalibuche, so can I come to, uh, is it Fair Heavens? Where was it the place of your abode? Eh? Paradise Estates. Paradise. Just before we go to paradise, I'm going to do what they that. <laughs> it's too beautiful. <laughs> paradise. It's like, by the time you are in paradise in Ghana, in Accra, then when you go to heaven too, you are in paradise. Hey! The thief on the cross, he was in prison. Oh, when he died, he went to paradise. From prison to paradise. But this one is from paradise to paradise. May God give you a place that is like paradise. So I'll be there as the visiting preacher that day. I'll be the leader and guide for you for that uh, area fellowship in your house, in your compound, under your gazebo, in your pergola. Veranda or sitting room or summer hut, whichever one you have allowed. You know, let me read you a beautiful testimony. I got just a few days ago. This one, uh, a gentleman says, Good morning, Bishop. I said, Good morning. It's, my, it's a text to me, but I'll read it to you. I pray you are doing great by God's grace. Yes, by God's grace. This is Elias. I am a member of the Anointed Cherries. And I also volunteer regularly to work with LP Angie at the back office. So there's some work that goes on here. I would like to share a testimony regarding the self-fellowships uh, or area fellowships as we call it. We call it the self-meeting or self-fellowship. It's a generic term. But over here in our local assembly, it's area fellowships. But because we are Macarius, we say Macarius area fellowship. That's all. So it becomes like a math. Math, MEF, but it's just area fellowship. He says, A few weeks ago, you delivered a sermon on the underground church, highlighting how God blessed Obedidom and his family because the ark of the covenant was in his house. You prophesied that hosting cell meetings in our homes would bring blessings similar to Obedidom's. And I am grateful to say 
that I have experienced this first hand. May you experience it first hand. He says, we held our inaugural cell meeting at my house last Saturday. And within barely 24 hours, I received some amazing news. During the week, a US-based AI company looking to expand into Ghana had contacted me as part of their research. Initially, it was a routine call to gather industry data. To my surprise, last Sunday, while we were in church, I received that me the day after we launched it. While, while I was in church, I received an email inviting me to an online meeting at 4 p.m. to learn more about their company. More importantly, I was being offered a position on the board of directors and the opportunity to be one of the project's facilitators, a position I have never applied for. Yes. I want to say a big thank you for the opportunity to partake in this amazing grace that is upon the cell system. May God keep blessing you and your ministry mightily. I receive the blessing in the name of Jesus. And you are also going to be blessed. Alright. So, what a blessing. And last week we learned that the devil is against the assemblies because it causes God's presence to be there. And then number two, uh, he's against it because um, the devil is exposed and crowded out in the assembly. Because when you are in the midst of the believers, Satan's influence is neutralized. Then the voice of the devil is silenced and lowered. There are so many other points. You can read it in my little book here, 1000 Micro Churches, which is free. You can put it on your phone. Uh, A to A, our brothers, they have it electronically. You can get it on your smartphone. It's free for you. But today, I want to uh, just briefly before I go and preach at the 60th birthday celebration, I want to talk to you about the powerful effects of the assembly. Alright? In 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 26, he says, how is it then, brethren, when ye come together? Say, come together. Come together. Come together. Come together. Say it louder, Dorothy. Come together. You are not saying it well. Come together. Come together. Say, come together. Issue it like a command to your neighbor. Come together. Come together. Come together. Yeah. When you become together, which is something that God is creating and generating. In fact, the Bible says that he puts the solitary in families. God does not like people who, this type of, I work alone, I work alone. God set the solitary in families. Psalm 68 verse 6. He set the solitary. Solitary means I work alone. Ask your neighbor, are you a work alone? Yes, work alone. And some of you, the only way you know to bond with anybody is just your family. Once it's your family, that's it. After that, nobody else comes into that bracket. But God puts the solitary in families, including the church family. 
He bringeth out those which are bound with chains. But the rebellious dwell in a dry land. Okay. So he says, when ye come together, every one of you hath a psalm, hath a doctrine. I'm reading the Bible. Hath a what? A tongue. Hath a revelation. Hath an interpretation. Let all things be done unto what? Edifying. Let all things be done unto edifying. So, what God is saying is that there is something that can bring edification. Okay? And which is when you come together. When we come together. From today, may you be averse to any separation. And may you love the coming together. Tell somebody I love the coming together. I don't like the separation. So whenever we have to gather, I'm there. You will say it well, because some of you, why, why can you say, preaching, you don't want to say the things, because it's breaking you. That's what I'm saying. When you are hearing God's word, let it change something in you. That's when you get blessed. James chapter 1 verse 22. James 1 22. You see? Even in church you don't have a Bible. Then what about your home? But be ye do- <laughs> but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. Okay? Be ye what? Uh-huh. Deceiving your own selves. Verse 22, 3 says, For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, so be a doer, not a hearer. Be a doer, not a hearer. Be a doer. Some people are tired already. She said, we are not in day nursery. Why are we repeating the thing like children? Oh! Yeah? Is there a keyboardist in the church? Don't blame him, Wabre. <laughs> we have been doing convention somewhere from the week, so I can imagine that he's tired. I can excuse him for today. Because normally it's not like that. Be a doer, not a hearer. Because you are hearing, but be a doer, not just a hearer. So he says, He is like a man. If any be a hearer and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass, and for, for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way. And straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Verse 25 says, But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man, this man, this man, the one who hears and does, is he will be, the, he will be blessed in his deed. 
you will be that blessed person. I said you will be that blessed person. But a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. That's the sort of blessing God wants to give you. That when you hear the word, it changes something in you. That is why I'm saying, when the coming together, you must tell yourself, I am in it. Because I have the spirit of God. Once I have the spirit of God, I should be comfortable to meet with other believers, whether in the temple or in our homes. Ask your neighbor, are you in one of these home fellowships? Are you or you are not one of those who do these type of things? You are not part. Ask him, yesterday were you in a home fellowship? Yesterday there were almost 1,000 people who were meeting in different, different areas of Accra. Almost 1,000. Before other, the branches too are doing similar. So I'm sure they also had multiple numbers like that. And God is blessing his church. And people are getting testimonies for hosting. And I'm waiting for the next testimony for somebody who was leading and what God has done in his life. Because God is doing things in our lives. Because you are a leader of one of those house fellowships, God will also bless you. And because you have been hosting, the blessing of Obedidom will never leave your house. And the blessing and the power of God's presence when it comes into contact with fetish power and juju power and witchcraft power, that power bows. That's why when they took the ark to the land of the Philistines and they put it in the home of their God, the God was dismembered. That will be the sort of testimony we'll enjoy. Anybody who has planted anything in your house, because there's a house fellowship in your house, that power will be neutralized and the power will be returned to the sender and the effect will be on the sender. You are receiving the blessing from God. I said you are receiving that blessing from God in the name of Jesus. That man shall be blessed in his deed. Wonderful. So, number one, the assembly is powerful because it is a place for edification. The whole of 1 Corinthians 14 is, is giving us what must happen in an assembly. And we see all those powerful effects. For he, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, verse 2 of 1 Corinthians chapter 4, he says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, but he that prophesieth edifieth the church. That is why in verse 26 he says that when you come together, every one of you hath a psalm, hath a doctrine, hath a tongue. A revelation or an interpretation let all things be done unto edifying so the body when you have a gift like speaking in tongues it, it blesses yourself in fact it is said that um, 
when you receive the Holy Spirit, it's like you have a well in you, or you, you, you get salvation, you have a well in you. Jesus told the woman, anybody who drinks of this water that I shall give him uh, shall never test again. The water I give will be in him a well of living water springing up into everlasting life. Then, at the last day of the feast, in uh, in book of John chapter 7, when he said that those who believe in him, out of their belly shall flow rivers of living water. This spake he of the Holy Ghost, which them that should believe on him should receive. So he's talking about a river. So there can a well. So the well is for your personal drinking. Is that not so? I have a borehole, a well in my house, and I drink from it. It's for personal home use. But if there was a river passing through my house or flowing from my house, I can't keep that river in my house. It has to affect others. Must I will be better off allowing the gate to be open so that it flows to the neighbors? Because a river is not something you can keep. Like the well, I've closed my gates. I mean, I've put a padlock. You can't easily come there. The well is flowing. We are drinking. We are bathing. We are cooking with the water. Hey! <laughs> but the river, if you like, close your gates. You will see something. If you like, Keep the river inside your wall and cement it so that it stays in your house like a pool. What has happened in Akosombo when they open the dam downstream? You know, if you, I mean, you even just one river that has washed away so many buildings. How, how, your house, if it is only your house, then it will carry the house, carry you. You will see yourself floating on it. You can't swim. Are you there still? So God puts in us a well for personal drinking, a river to bless others. And every one of you, when we come, my everyone, that's why at the home fellowship, everybody seems to get a chance. If you are in a house fellowship where somebody just arranges you like how I've arranged you and is firing the word, tell him that. We have made a mistake. Bishop says that we should all be together and bring our mind. He said, bring your mind Bible study time. Because every one of us at a time, maybe if you have a question, or you have an interpretation, or you have a deeper revelation for what has been said, let all things be done unto edifying. 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 Yes. Let all things be done unto edifying. Edification is to be built up in a moral sense. Yeah. It means to be built up in a religious sense. It means to to be edified means to have an improvement in the mind. When you come to church, you get an improvement in the mind. Not just not the English only. But it's not because of English that I am preaching. I'm not an English teacher trying to give you different vocabulary. Although when you come to church, every now and then one vocabulary will come and pass through. Yes. But your mind gets improved religiously or spiritually. You get to know things you didn't know before. Or improve on what you knew before. Because sometimes there are some even topics you know about. But when they preach it in church and you, you hear it, you say, hey, 
This verse, have I seen it before? Hey, this verse, I've not seen this verse before. Yes, let me look at it. Hey, wow. That gives me a deeper understanding of what I have known before. But my understanding is deepened. And it is when you understand something deeply that you actually do it. Yes. So, when you come to church, Paul says, let all things be done unto edifying. And he says, when somebody speaks in tongues, he's edifying himself. But when he prophesies, which is either you speak in tongues and interpret it, which is equal to prophecy, or you just speak by inspiration. Prophecy can also be inspired preaching. Yes. So when you speak by inspiration, sometimes you may say things which come from the spirit. And you didn't really think about it before. Somebody will be edified by it. And we lack something when we don't have that opportunity where we meet together. Even what you know, when you share it, you get you understand yourself better. I'll tell you. What you know. That's why I seem to know more of the word than you. Because I preach more. And when I'm preaching, I understand what I'm preaching. And if I have to preach this message at the second service, oh, my understanding is even deeper. More scriptures come to my mind. I say, hey, wow, all these ones I didn't know before. I didn't know before. And then you are built edified. 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 Even though my name is Eddie, I'm not saying that it's Eddie that is edifying you. <laughs> is somebody getting blessed today? Yes. Edification. Edification is from the word oikodomio. Oikodomi or oikodomio. And it means to, 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 to build up. Yes. To act, the act of one who promotes another's growth in Christian wisdom, Christian piety, Christian happiness, and Christian holiness. The act of one who promotes. So, I am oikodomioing you. I am, I am, if this is the act of one who promotes another's growth, in Christian wisdom, Christian piety. What is piety? What's piety? Pious. What is pious? Holiness. Doing, living right. Good behavior. So, I am trying to improve your good Christian behavior. So that if you are a wife who is in the church, eh, by the time they finish or you are around for a little longer, by that you should have improved as a wife in Christian piety. Christian wifely piety. Christian husband's piety. Huh? Yes. Are you improving? Uh-huh. Prince, are you improving? Are you becoming a better husband? <laughs> yes. Or ekodomio. So church is for building up. It's for building up. Are you there still or you've gone home? It's for building up. It's for building up. Tell somebody you are being built up. 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 You are being... Number two, the assembly is powerful because it is a place for exhortation. Exhort. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue Speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. How be it? In the spirit. 
He speaketh, he prophet, what, what does he say? He speaketh mysteries. But he that prophesieth speaketh unto men to edification, which is oikodomio, and exhortation, which is paraklesis. I'm teaching you. I'm improving your mind. Did you know paraklesis? Eh? <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's improving of the mind. Oikodomio. Even professor is sitting here. Her mind is still being improving though she's a professor. Yes. Spiritually. Because what I'm teaching is not taught as social, uh, social work uh, course. They don't teach it there. They don't know about tongues and interpretation of tongues. But I know about tongues and interpretation of tongues. And I know about the assembling. Yes. So in social work, they may tell you that society, we are in the, I don't know whether it's, I don't know whether, I don't know anything about social work, but I'm sure they will talk about something about social, being society, being together. Is that not so? What, what, with social support, human rights of a child, of the child, for the child, around the child, by the child, through the child. <laughs> I'm sure they'll teach something about no man is an island. Is that not so? You are not a a person, you are not an isolated being. You need to be part of society. So they they do work to help people who are like maybe, I don't know, I don't know. You you also not help me, so I'm using my mind. Yes. The social, eh? I'm assuming. You are also assuming. (laughs) Yeah, that's the what the what the socialization or the building up of a child is not the responsibility of one person but the whole society. Yes. So there are children who are born, they don't belong to any family, they are on the streets. So I'm sure social work deals with such children who uh, don't have anybody who is looking after them, telling them brush your teeth. They don't know how to brush their teeth. They don't know how to even sleep at a particular time. Yes. You call them street children. I'm sure social work deals with street children. People who have been abandoned by their parents and have grown up independent of any authority at all. Even there are even people who are in the church who are alone. You live alone. You, you survive. Yes, there's no like a parental control over your life that sit at this time, go at this time, eat at this time, bath. <laughs> when I talk about bathing, people, people laugh, but it's a very important, I don't know what social work will encourage people to bath, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's social work. So social work will have some, but in the church, we talk about assembling, assembly, maybe our way of saying Socials, and you can't be on your own as a believer. You have to be part of a society. So the Methodist Church used to be called the Methodist Society, or it's still called society, isn't it? Methodist Society. It's like we are a society. We are a, a fellowship of brothers, believers, network of human beings operating together around. Because you are not supposed to be on your own. So this way of life where you, want, you, you come to church, even when you come, it's like nobody knows you. Then when you go, nobody knows you. It's like you don't have anybody in the church. It's like all your friends are in the world. 
when you have a party and we come, not one song of, you know, um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, um, no. Uh, I'm making as a nice song. Uh, I don't look like what I have been through. Like, even such a song is not played at your party. It's like you can't say that, you know, what is that? The song go cry. What does it say? Eh? Eh? I don't. Hey, 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 sit down. <laughs> Every time you will get up, you bring confusion. <laughs> hey, Adam, you can't even play Adam. Adam, 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 Vincent, I'm with you. So the essence of my praise is centered on your grace. Adum, Adum, Wadum. We can't hear such a song. Hey! Shatawale songs. I mean, P square. Eh? P squared. Stone boy. Bet. Eh? Better. Black Sheriff. Sister Fia. Hey! You don't know Dana Hamilton. You don't know um, Joe Metal. You don't know Domwen. Nathaniel Bassi. I mean, how? Eh? You know George Darko. Hey, George Darko. It's very old, though. Pat Thomas. Oh, praise. Praise. These names. Pat Thomas. Jedouble Ambule. Hey, see. Let's just add CK man so that that list will be complete. Hey. Oh, hey, hey, hey. I can see I'm Jay. Yes. These are the. Please, this morning, well, they don't know this name, so they know Shatawale, they know Stone Boy, Sarkodie. Hey! Amachi Dede. These are old names. A young boy. Are you listening to me? So it's like your the church and the word of God has not entered you well. That's why. These are your heroes. And these are the songs that's like you are, your party. Let's say you are 40 years old or you are 30 years old. When we come for your party, I mean, it's like this type of songs that Jesus Christ, if it comes in there, it's like, I mean, opening prayer. Then you find some pastor B to come and sprinkle some prayer on the whole thing after that. Say, hey, Charlie. So for them, so okay, yeah. Once the pastor is gone, we can now feel free. To exhort an exhortation, I'm reading from my book. If you don't have it, please. After church, who are there? They'll be there after church. They'll give you the book, will be free, downloaded on your device. Because you are in the church, you don't have any book. We have songs, even by the grace of God, wisdom has been given a prophet to put 
beautiful spiritual words to some of the tunes. And if you like those songs, we also have, it's like you don't like the words that go with those songs, but you prefer the old one. Killing me softly. I don't know. Me, I don't know those songs. I don't know like favorite child. I hear it's a very popular song, favorite child. You know, I want to be a favorite, favorite child. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like, uh, oh Lord, I feel drawn to you. If you go and play, it's like, oh Lord, I feel drawn to you. The girl will not flow with you. So you need a smooching number. It's like you are fresh, so fresh. You know, you are exciting. Uh, you know, your breasts are whatever. Hey! So I'm reading. It says, the word exhortation comes from the Greek word paraklesis. Okay? And paraklesis is, this word has many beautiful words. It says, an exhortation exerts influence upon the will and decisions of another. To exhort means to exert influence upon the will and decisions of another with the object of guiding him into a generally accepted code of behavior or of entreating him to observe certain instructions. So when you come, the Assembling will give you exhortation. You'll be exalted. Not exalted, but exalted. E-X, what's the word? Write it on the board for us. E-X-H-O-R-T-A-T-I-O-N. Exhortation. And it means to exert influence upon the will and decisions of us. That's why when you come to church, I am exerting influence on your will through the word of God, not my own. That's why we preach the word, not our own opinion. But my opinion over your mind, and if it's not lining with the word of God, it's very dangerous. Do you see? But it must line with the word. And you see that he says, it exerts influence upon the will and decisions of another with the object of guiding him into a generally accepted code of behavior or of entreating him to observe certain instructions. God gives us certain instructions and and the church is trying to exert the influence of God's word over your personal will. For there is a way that seemeth right unto a man. But the end of that way is death. So there must be an influence over your life from the word of God that guides you into a generally biblically accepted code of behavior. But if they leave you to just operate with your human mind, you have three girlfriends, seven boyfriends, you'll be uh, drinking uh, all kinds of drinks, you have children everywhere, in every region of Ghana. Hey! And how many regions are there? 16 regions. You leave one child there. It's like you have children, one is called Seidu, another one is called um, eh? Yaya, another one is called uh, Yaira. So the Yaya and Yaira, this one is from, Yaya is from where? Northern region. And then Yaira is from where? Volta region. And Yah is from where? Ashanti region. So you have all your children, why, 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 why names? <laughs> hey! But through the word of God, 
the word influences your will. How you want to do things can be changed. Yes. Maybe nobody trained you how to be respectful. But God's word will teach you how to speak, how to conduct yourself, how to be respectful, how to be obedient to authorities. God's word exerts influence over you. So that you, you, you now flow and you are guided along a generally accepted, because there are generally accepted code of conduct. You can't just behave that it's like media. That's, that's how I do my things. You can do your things, but if it is your things, it's not good, oh. Hey! You don't bath in the evening. That's how you do your things. And you have brought it into marriage. Hey! And there are some people you can't easily advise them. If you marry them, that's it. You have made the mistake. Because their mind that they have brought is not one that can be guided. Why not Jane said, this is how I am. Take me as I am. Love my, I said, love me, love my dog. Yeah, if you love me, love, love my dog. Once you have taken me, take my dog as well. Whether you like dogs or not, we have come. You have to accept me. But you see, God's word, when we are preaching, it's exerting influence. And that's why you see that you'll be resisting until one day God breaks through into your life. Then you say, ah, now I've seen. Gee, I've been a fool. I've behaved like this. Ah, now I've seen that there's a better way to live. But, but, but God's wisdom will guide you along a generally accepted code of behavior. Yes. Another meaning of that word is encourage somebody who is under pressure. Hey! Under pressure to marry somebody who is not a born again believer. When you come to church and the word is preached, it helps it's it, it, the pressure you see that you are under you see that God's word will push the pressure out of your mind now, there are a lot of pressures in this world you have been under pressure to commit fornication and so on, you see that the word of God will be fighting you hey, what Jehovah said a force out of your mind also pay and Paul said, the things I want to do I don't do, and the things I don't want to do that's what I'm doing the fight is always there. But the more you get exposed to God's word, the more you are changing. Yeah. You will change beautifully. So one day people will look at you and say, Hey, is this you? Yes, it's you. But something else has exerted influence over you, has, has been able to remove certain pressures from your life, and now you look so cool and so relaxed. Beautiful. Are you listening to me? Church is good though. Sometimes in the assembly we will preach but you will not hear what we are preaching. You won't hear. It is the fellowship of the brethren and sometimes in the little group sometimes even what I preach they may take one or two points and just make a nice Bible study outline. Then we go and study again. We become like the people in Berea. In Acts 17, 11, the Bible says that they received the word with all readiness of mind in the big temple. Then they went home and searched the scriptures daily to see whether those things are so. Because church can never finish in church 
church must continue at home so that when we go home we can look again the things that were taught and see whether how to even make it practical in our lives I don't know your particular situation but when you are in the fellowship they can say, well, how do you think this word applies to you say oh yeah 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 me I'm in school eh? in school my teacher said this 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 then you, you bring an, an application from your school somebody say oh yeah in fact this word is very my, my children two of my children I realize that this 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 they see that oh somebody is applying it to them so it helps to now help you to understand the word of God even better clap for Jesus Number three, to call someone aside for the purpose of strengthening. Hey, call somebody aside. Like the Holy Spirit can call you aside for the purpose of strengthening. Yes. That is what is meant by exhortation. You are called aside for the purpose of strengthening. I pray that day by day when you come to church, strength will come into you. Strength will come into you. Strength will come into you. Faith will be built up in you. You become stronger and stronger and stronger. There are things in the world, Minya, to bring depression, bring sorrow, sadness. You need the strength that comes from God's word for the purpose of strengthening. Say amen. All right. Let me move on. When you, you take, you see other definitions. Go and look at them. They will help you. Next one. I can see put confidence in the troops is one of the words of exhortation. Then to strengthen the morale of the troops by a recollection of past victories. Beautiful. We can't talk about all that. Number three, the assembly is powerful because it comforts people. It brings comfort. Again, he says, he that prophesied, verse 3 of First Corinthians 4, 14, he says, he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edification and exhortation and comfort. Say comfort. Comfort. But I am expecting the region you belong to has a regional overseer. Then the regional overseer has other leaders under him who look after all the different cells. I'm expecting that this message that this person has lost a brother or has lost a sister or has lost a, an uncle or an auntie or something, people will understand what has really happened and be there for the person. Comfort happens at the assembly. Comfort happens there. Comfort happens there. So we expect it. When you hear somebody has lost it, don't keep it to yourself and say, oh, he told me that it was his auntie so me I didn't realize that he was important to her but you can have an auntie who is everything to you or you haven't seen some before you can have even an uncle who, who is even more than your father your father is alive but this uncle is your main father not your biological father are you listening to me so at the assembly at the place of where we can meet our, know ourselves a little better we can know the feelings we will be touched with the feelings of the infirmities of our fellow members of our cell members of our group members our fellowship members I'm expecting that and I will be very 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 wild at pastors and these type of shepherds who belittle such things because it's something that I would do myself I remember a brother, he lost his brother. 
One of my pastors, he lost his brother. He cried. Dah. He said, his brother, he comes after that brother and they are very close. Oh, he cried. I was with him, talking to him, encouraging him, strengthening him, praying for him. Yes, a pastor. But when you are a pastor, you lose a lot. I say, oh, yeah, man. you are a pastor, you are a pastor there, you don't feel sad. Sure. Pastors can cry. Oh. I remember when my mother died there. Me, I didn't even know that I had tears in my eyes. Hey, I was crying like a baby on the, on the puppy too. I was so, it was so sad. But I was not feeling shy at all because it was my mother. And I, was, I loved her. And, and I was very happy. I was just reading the tribute, laughing, saying all kinds of things she has done in my life. But when it got to a certain place, one pastor said he was listening to me, say, Hey, guy, why are you strong? tribute, tribute. He was speaking, then he cracking jokes in the tribute. Then he said, Hey, hey, hey. Then he said, You got to a place, he said, mm. He's very sure that I won't end the tribute. <laughs> And I've not broken down, but I said, when I was reading a certain section, he said, ah, this part, part, yeah, this guy, he's not sure. Of then before he realized, I had paused. He said, yeah, the time has come. <laughs> and many of you didn't come. You didn't come. It's like, you heard my mother had died, but it's like, I'm, I'm a bishop. Bishop, the uh, Bishop Unsu, Bermansu, and the Bermatu is a bishop. Then he doubly doesn't soon. He's okay. He's okay, cry. Not even sorry or even, oh, it's like, by all means, somebody will comfort you, but you will be surprised. You know, I have one of these, I don't know, she can't, normally comes for first, uh, this server, I don't know whether she's here, but every Friday, if I used to be Friday nights, every Saturday, she will send me a message, just checking on you. Only me. This is only me. This is just checking on you. How are you doing? How are you doing? That's all. And there are many of you, it's your bishop. Oh, bishop, they are strong. They are strong. God is with him. He is the one who encourages us. We are not the ones who encourage him. Sawaho. So you can be alone in your hour of need like that. But in the assembly, you can be comforted. And I, I assure you that comfort will come through the assembly. I assure you. I assure you. And don't leave the church when you experience this type of near abandonment where people don't mind you with, with your things. The other day, a lady was saying that she had lost her brother's wife. And nobody has called her. Not in this church. Nobody was lamenting that she wants to live where she is because nobody cares. I said, please, me too. My sister died. I have to explain because it was then I realized that when you lose a a sibling, it's important. But me myself, I've never seen it as something that can really affect people. Yes, your brother has died. Yes, it's painful, but it's like it's not your mother, it's not your father, it's not your child, it's not your spouse. So it's not, yeah, it's painful, but it's quite far. No, but some is very close, eh? Very, very close. Because I felt it, I was looking after her, I was with her, I was by her bedside, going with her for dialysis, coming home, taking her here, going here, getting nurses to be with her 24-7 shift. Oh, I was there. 
So when the person leaves, it's not as though one sibling has left. It's a loved one has is gone. You feel it. You feel it. I told her, me too, I've seen some before. Don't leave the church. Let, let's all learn how to manage such things and help the understanding of such losses. Well, you are feeling it, but people don't feel it. It's your brother crowd who understand. Now, your brother's wife, it's like it's very far, but it's not far like that. But you can easily leave a church because when it was your turn, nobody minded you. But unfortunately, we are a first generation church. All the founders, or the founder is alive, and we are all in the church. We have seen the beginnings of it, and we have seen how the church is growing. So, a lot of things we have to formulate it. And create it for others to come and enjoy. When I was having my wedding, it was at a canteen where people eat. When they finish eating, we arranged the whole place and made a, a church in it. And then I married in a canteen. But you, while you are marrying, there's a beautiful cathedral with facilities that you can enjoy. I can't get hurt because I didn't get a church building where my church, my wedding was officiated or that my children's outdooring, my child's outdooring, we were standing on wood. Yes. With wooden scaffolding all around as we were doing the baby dedication. But when it's your baby dedication, you come to a nice church with a nice screen, with nice carpet and nice sound, with generator and air conditioning. <laughs> yes you must count it a blessing even though it may not be nice count it a blessing that you are part of a foundation of something that is for generations yet unborn count it a blessing don't leave the church because of that show us how we can make it work so that people who suffer like you will not suffer again Rather than to say, I don't like this type of church where when you lose a loved one, nobody minds you. And I don't like this church where when it is your wedding, they don't come. But they will come. But now in the assembly, your cell members will come. The people in the region where their cells will all be encouraged to come. That this person is from Jowulu. All Jowuluans, we are going for the wedding. Everybody dress up and let us go. It's going to be beautiful. And we thank God for putting us in this family. Ladies and gentlemen, this is all time will allow us. I've given you three points. Is that not two? I wanted to give you six, but yeah. I think it's fine. If I give anything, the time will go. I have to go and preach somewhere. So, I mean, Shramo. After preach. Will you clap for Jesus? You are blessed. May the Lord help you. May you be strengthened. May you be built up. May you be exalted. And may you be comforted in the assembly hallelujah father lift your hand receive the blessing father in the name of jesus we thank you for putting us in this beautiful family and you said that in the assembly we can be exalted we can be built up and we can be comforted 
we pray that all these blessings will be experienced by us and that whatever weakens us will drop off and that the strength of God will be in our hearts the strength of God will be in our mind strengthen our hearts strengthen our minds strengthen our bodies strengthen our relationships and bless your people in your church may we experience healings from rejection because we have got a family may we experience the blessing of unity and love because you have put us in this family may we experience the blessing of encouragement and strengthening all the days of our lives i pray for everyone as part of this great temple church will also find themselves in one of these beautiful home churches home fellowships and area meetings so we can be strengthened there so we can be built up there so we can be comforted there so we can be strengthened there in the name of Jesus we thank you for what you are doing in our time we thank you bless every cell meeting bless the hosts bless the leaders bless the members give us testimonies of your great wonders and give us testimonies of your great works we thank you Lord we thank you Lord. Just thank the Lord. Lift your hand. Thank him. Thank him for putting you in a beautiful family. Thank him. Thank him that Satan will not take advantage of you. Oh yes. Balorata sikia bahanda. Shalekoria basatani mikabadiri midanada. Blessed be God. Ozabia fatileke sudiaba ando chali mikabaradiase. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. In the mighty mighty name Jesus Christ Father we thank you for your blessing we know that you love us that is why you give us this word and we pray that we will be doers of the word and not hearers only in the mighty name of Jesus Amen if you are here this morning maybe you are not a born again Christian somebody invited you to the church you are blessed because you came as every head is bowed and every eye closed I want to pray for you wherever you are standing please lift up your right hand in the air so I can pray for you God bless you anybody here God bless you God bless you I want to be a serious Christian I want to be part of this great assembly I want to be part of God's family I want to be a serious Christian I want to be born again I want to take God more seriously than I've ever done if you are here like that lift up your right hand I'm going to pray for you. God bless you. If you have lifted your hand, come to me right in front here. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, you lifted your hand. Come. You lifted your hand. Come. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for your word and for all these wonderful people you have touched. Say this prayer after me, those in front here. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood. Lord Jesus, from today, I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus for the rest of my days. Lift your hand and say, thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. 
in Jesus name please write my name in the book of life I'm yours forever in Jesus name Amen God bless you now listen from the 13th of December to the 15th of December I am bringing you three powerful gifts of God yes into the temple church yes and we are going to have a convention can you hear me well we are going to have a convention thanksgiving convention but God gave gifts unto men so these mighty men we are going to have um, Reverend Francis Aubin coming from Keeper's House we are going to have Reverend um, Albert Datsen from Newness Church he's my neighbor here he's our neighbor he's one of my very good friends around and then we are also going to have Reverend Dr. Kwejobuatin Bempa yes and then we are going to have Bishop Eddie Adi. I don't know if you know him, but he will also be around. Yeah. So make sure you are here. And if you are in this church, eh, tell your neighbor, tell your friend that look, me, I, I don't, I'm not going to joke with this convention. This is the end of year and an ushering into 2024. Because 2024 you must enter with faith you must enter with joy you must enter with strength because the world is not getting easier and it doesn't matter what matters is the one who is born of God he can overcome any world at all any generation at all you can do well there so make sure you are here 13th not the coming week but the following week 13th, 14th 15th we are going to be here it will be very powerful so make sure you are here the hands will be laid on us oil will be poured on our head make sure that you have at least three hands laid on you throughout the convention hands must be laid three times we are going to have these three nights and they are going to be very powerful make sure you are here reverend kojobwa timempa we know him already very anointed we know uh, uh Francis Aubin is a prophet and the, in fact all of them are like prophets only that they don't call themselves prophets they are very powerful uh, Albert Dadson is he's, he's a, like an evangelist to the nation of Austria he holds powerful campaigns in Austria very powerful man of God and goes all over the world preaching and, and he's going to be here also so make sure you are here every day starting from 7pm sharp we want to put them on by 8, 8.15. They are preaching so that we can go to work and come back the next day. Traffic or no traffic, whatever is facing us, we are overcoming everything to be here. Because of the power of the assembly, this convention, I am in it. Tell somebody, because of the power of the assembly, this convention, I am in it. In Jesus' name. And on the final night, we bring all our children. I'm going to tell uh, Sofu Bempa to pray for children and all the people. Everybody will be blessed. Is it a good plan? Is it a good plan? Then the week after we have our Christmas uh, carol service, 
We watch play. We drink Fanta in the church. If we drink Fanta, we drink Fanta. We drink Fanta. Oh, we drink Fanta. And then we eat popcorn. Wow. It's going to be fantastic. So make sure you are around. That will be what? 20, 22nd. I think it's 22nd of December. Because there are programs lined up. Those of you who want to go to your hometown, you can't follow all the program after that. You can go to your hometown. Because we have created it for you. And I want us December and we should dress a little up. Oh, my dress and so that when we enter Brony, Christmas Day service is colorful dressing service. So make sure you have your colorful dress. Those of you who are into black, 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 white, white, white. Reverend Kingsley, name me no no. I was here somebody bought a lilac and fuchsia, baby pink and red shoes. Now the back with the Brony. This Brony will be nice for you. Hallelujah. Please welcome the Archbishop to take us through the communion and then um, I'll be leaving you shortly but my spirit is still with you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Lift up the body. This bread represents the body of Jesus Christ. See the body of Christ? Eat it. Take the blood. The Bible says that they overcame by the blood. I believe that as we approach the end of the year standing on this communion you are receiving overcoming grace you shall overcome every circumstance that is making life not comfortable for you by 31st Father we thank you for the blood and the overcoming grace that comes with it the blood of Jesus drink it lift up your hands Father we thank you for your presence let your presence be with us let the power of the blood, the body the communion go with us as we live here Father I pray that your hand shall remain upon us I thank you for your miracle that you have begun to work in somebody's life in somebody's business in somebody's finances I thank you that you are working out something that will cause the next week, the next two weeks to look so different from how it looks now. Father, we thank you for your blessing that is visiting us one by one. Special December Christmas blessing. Father, let it visit every home, every bank account, every Momo account in Jesus' name. Amen. No doubt that you have received a blessing from the Word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30 and 10.30 a.m. 
Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.